Mm. Mm-hmm. This cake is delicious. I know. Um, I put my sickness in it. Are you sick? I was saying, I think I'm. I think it's happening. You know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy, and my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god! There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. Marcellus. Okay, first of all, let me tell y'all about this cake Marcellus and made. I've been begging and begging and begging Marcellus to make some oatmeal cookies. Of course, he's disobedient. He decided to do something totally different. I do what I want. And I was like, Mar- I've been asking for like weeks. Like, Marcellus, could you please make oatmeal cookies? Can you please make some oatmeal cookies? Can you please make some oatmeal cookies? And we're in the store grocery shopping, and he's like, what do you, like, I, you know, I can bake something. What do you want to bake? And I was just like, oatmeal cookies. Oh, okay, but, like, what else? You? I'm like, why are you ignoring what I've been requesting for several weeks? And then finally I said, okay, well, could you make a spice cake? Ah, oh, you want that? Like, what? Don't ask me no more if that's not what you, just, just, why don't you just go bake what you going to make? And I come in and I happen to see it or you come over and just be like, hey, here you go. But don't don't ask me a million questions when you already know what you're going to do. That's what I'm going to say about it. But what I am going to also say is I'm eating this spice cake right now. It's delicious spice cake with a cream cheese icing. And the cream cheese is homemade. Mmm. With your hands I mean, clean? the cream cheese frosting is Wait, homemade. did you wash your hands before you made this cake? Yes, I washed my hands. Ooh. I'm going to check your fingernails. But I'm really excited to say that it's delicious. See, what I've learned is people love to Mm. request and they've Mm. lived this Mm -hmm. Burger King lifestyle. And I'm more of a... What do you mean by that? Unpack that. I'm more of a no. You cannot have it your way. Why not? Well... Well, no, 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 no. Can I finish? You talked for a good three minutes. First of all, um, what it is is listen, Dorothy. What it is is you requested oatmeal raisin cookies. Well, you requested oatmeal cookies. Oh, I almost had a heart attack. And my thing is, I make some amazing oatmeal raisin cookies. So you were in a sense trying to change who I am, and I was saying no, Satan. That's not gonna fly. Well, okay, so first of all, I'm Satan now. Yeah, uh, well, if you're trying to change who I am at my core, I am oatmeal raisin cookies. No. So I said, no, I'm not making oatmeal cookies. What else would you like? And you said spice cake, and I was like, okay, I guess. No. Uh, listen, America, in Oakland, I want you all to know, because <laughs> I know your people in the Bay is listening. I need you to know something. I said, could you please make some oatmeal cookies? He got mad at me because I didn't want raisins in it. Let me tell you something about church people. When you don't do it, how they you can be over a committee. There's this one lady who was over pastor's aid. She had four people. <laughs> you would have thought she had a committee of 50. The way she was like, I need everybody at church at 6 o'clock before Bible study for pastor's aid committee meeting. And I was like... It's four people. Can't y'all just talk on the phone for three way? Right. This Y'all even need to come. Been done by email. You don't even. They don't even. Need, 
<laughs> they don't even need the gun. But that's how Marcellus. Marcellus wanted it had to be done his way. And I don't like raisins and stuff. I just like raisins on the side. And I think I stopped eating raisins in 1989. I don't think I've had a raisin since. Because they used to give us that as like a, 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 a treat in a first grade. The snack. I ain't had no raisins in years. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why you can't just make me some oatmeal cookies without the raisins. Like, you're not going to be no businessman. Huh? Because the consumer, oh, no. we want what we want. I'm going to be a businessman and it's going to You're going to make everybody eat raisins, huh? I make oatmeal raisin cookies. If you want oatmeal cookies, there are plenty other people selling oatmeal cookies. And you know what I learned from this lesson? God just told me right now. He said, stop asking men to do what you can do for yourself through me. Listen. Listen. God, my God. Listen. Hey! Now, you, now you learned. I, I'm going to stop depending on mankind. Anyway. I did not mean to have that ice in my mouth. <laughs> I was about to really start talking. <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. Welcome to my fave, everybody. What's up, y'all? I thought Kim was going to be a little more energetic right there, but he had cake in his mouth. I'm not lying. The cake is delicious. Can you not eat the cake while we're trying to record, though? No, I'm almost done. Uh, anyway, just so you know, America, I'm not really that heartless. It was a character. Oh. My How divine. It off. looks like a phone just went off. I distinctively remember somebody going off on me last time and trying to bust me out on the mic. What 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 did they say? They said, Was that your phone? All phones are supposed to be on silent. Mm-hmm. We just had a whole turkey go off in this room. I have a Thanksgiving uh ringtone and notification. Anyway. It's a turkey gobble. Just so you America know that I'm not heartless, I will make Kenneth's oatmeal cookies. And I have made them. Okay, and you know I made the oatmeal cookies, and I asked him for one, and he told me no. I said no, <laughs> so, absolutely not. That's why I'm not making him. Oh, nothing. so this is about you? Okay. <laughs> See, I'm I glad sat there it's a and made a bunch out. of cookies, and I said, "Okay, can I have one?" He said, "No," and he put them all in the plastic bag and ran away like he was four. Listen, if he wanted some, he could have made his own. I asked him for some oatmeal cookies. That's you see, you and see let me tell you how, something else about y'all people that ask for stuff. You see how just because somebody asks and you don't get a yes, that we don't we're not obligated to say yes to you. An ask is not a yes. An ask can also be a no, or it can be a yes. Kenneth, my salad. I want to know the short version. How was your week? <gasps> you know what. Wait, why well, you said the short version? Because yeah, I'm trying to feel some kind of way about that. It's Does not that do with you, my height. It's us because I'm five foot two, possibly. But you know, my week was amazing. Would you ever consider yourself fun size? You just let the devil use you <laughs> every time. You just avail yourself to be as above. And, I, and I'm a That's really not... I'm putting your name on the altar because we went to church on Sunday. And what I realized is that, because I had one eye open, when he asked who wanted to give their life to God, you should have raised your hand. Oh, I should have raised my hand? You were sitting right, Marcellus was sitting right next to me, and the pastor said, does anybody want to dedicate? She should repeat after me. And I listened, and Marcellus did not repeat. I did. I said, <laughs> Yo, you know what? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you, you need to let pastor lay hands on you because you let the devil use you week in and week out. I had an amazing week, everybody. 
Thank you for those who are tuning in and listening to us. We're so excited to have you here. I had a wonderful week. I'm excited about um, um, voting tomorrow. Woo! Uh, so just so you all know, we're recording this when you all hear this. So uh, it won't be tomorrow. When it you won't hear be this. tomorrow when you hear Thanks, this. Kim. But um, just so you all know, I'm really excited about our civic duty. Um, but I had a wonderful week. You should you should tell them what you did this past week, which was really exciting. I was going to go. go I'm done. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, my week was absolutely amazing. I had the opportunity to record and direct my very first short film. Hey! If you did not know, <clears throat> I am an aspiring filmmaker. That has been always what I want to do. I love to create. I love to create. Every venture in my life has been some form of trying to create. And through a lot of research, I have just just decided, you know, that's what I want to do. So now, there's another reason why I recorded this short film, but I will not be releasing that reason yet. Mm-hmm. You, everybody will know that when it happens. Right. But just know I directed and I had Kenneth Brown as my producer. He was amazing. He got stuff done. He was checking off boxes and blah, blah, blah. He was all over the place. At one point, he disappeared. And I was like, where's my producer? But it's all right. And then no, no, I'm you just know playing. What? I'm just playing. Look, he was about to get defensive. No, I'm just I was playing about to get defensive. No, I'm about to get defensive. Tell him where I where I was when I came back. Seven Eleven. No, I had gone to Little Caesars. You got just some in the bowels of urban <laughs> hell. <laughs> and then producer Brandon was my assistant director. He was amazing. He was amazing. He was helping me all the way throughout. And then I had a whole bunch of other people including jose is it a kane jose kane yes as my dp director of photography i had two actresses i had jackie and i had Paige, and then we had gabby for makeup and we we just it was just amazing and robert came through for sound i was on cloud 27 it was actually beautiful. we had lights and everything we was very professional it was in here. super professional and it was a dream come true for my first one okay and you know in 20 years i'll be able to look back at this and be like wow you know all those people helped me and did something amazing i'm super excited it's nothing like doing stuff you know yeah it's like being busy being and like like moving towards your goal but you learn about you this is deep though because you learn about yourself in those situations oh yeah going into it i was <laughs> Not nervous about my ability, nor was mm-hmm. I nervous about what I produced. I was nervous about my knowledge. You was nervous about your knowledge. I was nervous about my knowledge of mm. the whole thing. Throughout all I've learned in mm. undergrad, et cetera, et cetera, I still was a little nervous about, do I know what I know? You know? <laughs> my God. But doing it, I realized, you know what? All I got to do is put my best foot forward, and that's all that matters. That's all you got to do. That's put that I big do. toe forward. Put my big toe forward. That's what. And take a step. Ooh, towards my the future. God. And take a step Ooh. towards your future. El Segundo Figueroa. <laughs> anyway, what's next, Ken Brown? <gasps> Lights, camera, action. <laughs> okay, I'm a little upset because I asked you like two episodes ago, why don't you make some camera clicking sounds right here? 
Okay, you know what? Marcellus does our editing, and I just really would like him to do some camera clicking. But he wants to keep doing ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. I will, um, I will strongly consider putting some. So oh there might be some in this episode, and me saying this will be null and void. Okay. All right, for light camera action, this is a way for us to warm up and get our audience to participate and play along with us. I have a light camera action uh, for you, Marcellus. Well, I, I have an activity for you, and it's called Name That Tune. Oh, my God. All right, so you Ooh, have... I'm not good at this. No, you got this. Marcellus loves music. He's always listening to music. And so... Because of his age bracket, I chose to put him in his comfort zone. Can I just zone. sing it instead of naming? Nope. Okay. Name that tune, the 2000s. And basically Ooh, what we have decade. is we have 20 songs. So it's going to only play five seconds of each song. Okay. And then you get one point if you get the artist right. And you get one point if you get the song right. So like a this. total of how many points? Oh, I was not listening. Okay. Can you start over? No, I'm not going to start over. <laughs> Just, okay, here we go. Is There's, that 40 points? It, it, it's fine. Yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, here we go, everyone. Let's listen along. Are you keeping track? Uh, let's see. Will we, producer Brandon's going to keep track. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. I'm just ready. Here we go. Oh, I got to turn my phone back Where up. Where my drink at? No, this is not it. This is not I a song. Nervous. I was like, my God, I already lost. This is not a song. Uh, Paper Flames, uh, I forgot her name. MIA. Okay, so what you do is write his title and his song. And we'll go back over the answers uh, later. This is Eminem. Oh, what's the song called? I forgot. Is it One Lose shot. Yourself? One Shot, I think. One Shot. Oh, this is Clocks by Coldplay. One of my favorite songs, by the way. And we'll go over the answers later. Uh, in the middle, not we are kings. Who sung it first? Uh, Asset Fred. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Beyonce, irreplaceable. But the other one was in the middle. I just forgot who does it. Okay. Uh, this is Feist. One, two, three. I forgot the title though. Hey. This is Milkshake Khalees. The other this one was Spice. Was a jam. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, CeeLo, crazy. Some good music in the 2000s. Uh, Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Oh, I forgot the name of the song. Hey, let's see. Have you ever heard of? I know I ain't right. Uh, I know the song with the title. Thrill. You know this one? Mm. Nope. No? Um, oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Who sings it? I, don't, I forgot. Uh-oh. That's Tasha. Put Tasha. Okay. It's a slow jam. I want to go home. Okay. Um, I kissed a girl. 
uh, Katy Perry. It's Katy Perry took off in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre 3000, hey y'all. Yes. I love this song. This is Daft Punk. Is the whole title Stronger, Better, Faster? Okay, we'll take that and we'll see what happens. Uh, since you've been gone. What's that girl's name? Come on. I know her name. It's just off my brain. Oh, no. Usher. Uh, yeah. Kelly Clarkson for the other one. We'll give it to you. Let's see. Yeah, Usher, yeah. This is the one. This is the last one. Um, All right. Thank you for playing. Let's see how well you did, sir. Let's see how well you did. Okay. Um, What was your answer? Before you go, before you go. Uh I just got to get this for my brain. Because that's another one of my favorite songs. So the fact that I'm forgetting the name is pissing me off. In the middle, there's a remix that I love by We Are Kings. That's why that's in my brain. But the main one is made by, not Rice Different, but... Jimmy Eat World. Woo! There we go. I just had, even if I don't get that point, I just need okay. to get that from my own morale. Okay, well, <laughs> we glad you glad you feel good about that. Okay, here we go. All right, number one, what did he say the answer was? Paper Planes by MIA. And that is correct. Woo! MIA featuring Bun B and Rich Boy, Paper Planes. Number two, what did Marcella say? Eminem, one shot. It's actually Eminem, lose yourself. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Uh, what did he say for number three? Coldplay Clocks. That's correct. Coldplay Clocks. Uh, what did our contestant say for number four? In the middle by... <laughs> it's Jimmy Eat World. The middle. Oh, no. Y'all great on a curve? Uh, we can give it to him. All right, number five. What is the answer? Irreplaceable by Beyonce. That is correct. Beyonce. Irreplaceable. Uh, number six. Feist. Feist. That is correct. you know the name of the song? Um, wait. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, seven, eight. Ooh, the name of the song is one, two, three, four. It is one, two, three, four. <laughs> yes. I was thinking one, two, three, four, but I was like, that can't be the title. <laughs> All right, what did our contestant say for number seven? That is correct. What did our contestant get for number eight? Crazy. That is correct. It's Gnarls Barkley. Oh, it's Gnarls Barkley. Of course. Gnarls Barkley. Yes. All right, and what did our contestant say for number nine? Have you got the disco? Have you ever heard of? I write scenes, not tragedies. Oh. Okay, I write that. <laughs> All right, what I can say for number ten? Thrill. Empire of the Sun, Walking on a Dream. All right, number I eleven. Know, I was trying to make sure y'all knew that was Finger Eleven, Paralyzer. And what about number twelve? <laughs> Thirty seconds to Mars. The Kill. The Kill. I okay, may not know this because you don't watch movies, but the lead singer of The Kill is also the actor Jared Leto. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't know that. Uh, what is number 13? Tasha? It's Tasha. No, it's not Tasha. <laughs> I know it's Tasha. It's vitamin C graduation. Got you. All right, number 14. Do y'all remember that? Sorry, do y'all remember that scene from Scary Movie 2? Yeah. Like, As we come, can you shut up and let me sing the song? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Michael Bublé, home. Oh, he just put, I want to go home. Um, Come on, give me home. <laughs> all right, we'll give it to him. Um, number oh, fifteen. God. I kissed a girl, Katy Perry. Correct. Number sixteen. Hey, y'all, Andre three thousand. No, it is Outcast. No, that's Andre three thousand. Yeah, that's actually mislabeled. 
Oh, it is for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they did a double album. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, number 17. Yeah. It's harder, faster, better, stronger. Okay, we'll give it to you. Number 18. Since you've been gone. And are we going to give him the name? Because he came up with the name later. But it was still in the midst of the game. No, but you had moved on to the next song. I thought you could still say it. Um, no, you're not supposed to be able to go back and say it later. Okay. But it's all right. It's Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. I'll give you one. Uh, nineteen. Usher is. I said Usher. yeah. Usher, but it's supposed to be Usher, Little John, and Ludacris. They always on it, but that's okay. Oh. Did he say yeah? All I heard was him say Usher. I did say Usher. I said yeah. We can re- no, roll he back said the yeah. tape. Okay, all right. And then number twenty was <laughs> okay. Go here. It goes again. Thank you for playing Name That Tune. Don, what does our contestant get? A new crock pot. <laughs> I love playing Name That Tune. I... Can I tell you, when we do the cruise, I oh, kill that 80s. Uh, listen, that we... Song producer Brandon and I, we crushed on the cruise for Name That Tune. All the 80s. 80 songs. TV show, TV show theme songs. Oh, we knocked it out the park. It was like 25. It was it was awesome. Yeah, we had a good, I'll say maybe like 23 or 25. 23 out of 25. 22 of 25. Yeah, we won. The ladies around were like, you know that one? Yeah, they're all surprised because they didn't realize how old we were. They're like, how do you know? What is that? We were like, Benson. (laughs) Benson. (laughs) We was like, Mr. Belvedere. Boom, what now? What? Alf. We had so much fun. But anyway, I love Name That Tune. You did good. How that many points did he get? Oh, I stopped adding that because you had moved on to something else. Oh, okay. Well, we can always come back to that. That was Name That Tune. We like to do a little fun stuff here. So um, I'll be trying to remember names and stuff, but I could sing every one of them songs. Well, listen, except for that one in the middle. I don't know what the hell that I'm was. I'm not going to judge you. Whatever that blank space is. I don't above know. Tasha. Lyrics to oh, songs. Now, now, well, yeah, I don't know. I love songs. But I don't know lyrics all the time. All I know is that I know the songs, but the titles and the people who sing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only title I'm going to get for sure is Beyonce. Beyonce. Any, any song. Irreplaceable. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, they threw some, some stuff in there, but I like this list because it was very mixed. It wasn't yeah, like, I do all like R&B that. I do or like that. All alternative or all pop. It was like I was going to nice be really mixture. mad at myself if I could not think of who sung in the middle because that is literally one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And. Because I like the remix so much, I mm-hmm. listen to the remix more than the, than the actual yep. one. But yeah. it's like, I got to know who sings the actual one, you know? Yeah, well, it's good. Thank you. But thank playing. you. That was Lights very mentally action. stimulating. Yes, it was. <laughs> I was uh, waiting for you to ask me about my movie. <laughs> hey, Kenneth. <laughs> hey, Marcellus. The world would like to know. Yes. Oh, let me turn oh off. Oh my god. Wow, really? Wow. I'm gonna turn it off. I'm. Tu- I had my phone oh, on. No, 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 no. I you had can't my get phone mad. on. No, I will I'm not replay. Mad. I will replay the last episode when you Listen, try to come for me. Let me tell so, y'all something America, right now. Let's say it together. Kenneth, turn your phone off. First of all. America's Watch. not listening. Yes, they are. <laughs> not listening. Don't d- don't get at our podcast. Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, and we got some people from Sweden that was listening today. I looked on the thing. I said somebody in Sweden is listening to my thing, <laughs> and somebody from Canada was listening last week. Thank y'all so much, Canada and Sweden. Oh, that's funny. I was gonna say something, but I was like, I don't think that's Swedish, so never mind. What was you gonna say? Now I you read say it. Okay. <laughs> you know, I used to get. Um, 
Arrivederci. Uh, That's not Swedish, kid. Sw- now I'm doing it anyway. I used to get Swiss- Switzerland mm-hmm. and Sweden mixed up a lot. Is that the same thing? No? Yeah. So, <laughs> what like, just happened? I used to get <laughs> Marcellus looked at producer Brandon and said, is that, He whispered in the mic, Is that the same thing? <laughs> no, wait, is that? I used, I used to get Sweden and Switzerland mixed up. <laughs> wait, is that the same thing? Did I say something wrong? I'm so. I wish y'all could be in this studio when we are recording. Marcellus froze. I don't know what producer Brandon, what look he gave Marcellus. No, because I was but Marcellus like, was so confident, and then all his out, confidence was shook. When he came out, I was like, "Oh no, I did it again." Because I had you a friend. So I told confident. a quick story. A quick story. When I was in culinary school, I had a friend who was Swedish, and I kept making sw- like Swiss references, mm-hmm. and she was like, "No." Like, and I was like, oh. So it all came back at that moment because I thought I did it again. I'm so sorry, no America. Problem. No problem. It's fine. Listen, we grew up in the United States and everybody knows our education system is like it's number 32. Slow. Slow. So the fact that we even know that there's countries that exist besides ours, <laughs> we're really doing well. Because oh, this country is all about. Oh, all right, Kenneth, I got questions to ask you. But before we do that... We're going to take a break. Nice. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your boy, uh, Randy. And this is Virgil. And you know us. We ASMR Rest and Relaxation Radio. We want to thank my faith for giving us this opportunity. We only got a little bit of time, so let's get this going. What we're going to do first is make sure you are relaxed. What we eat? The first thing, going to eat some carrots. Oh, man, I love carrots with some ranch. I'm going to do that right now. That's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Randy. 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 My phone. You can't have the phone on. We do all turn it on. Yellow. Don't answer it. Hey, baby. It's my oh, I'm sorry. sorry uh huh. Well, what's the matter? What you upset about now? Hang up. I got at work. Call me back. I'm mean, Don't call me back. Sense. Come back. Listen. Uh, you, know, you, can't, you can't do that. Move to the next thing. Uh, the next thing we're going to eat some sour cream and onion chips. Let's eat them. Come on. Mm, I love it. I think these chips are stale. Good though. Everything to eat. I just like. Oh, come oh. on, Virgil. Is my phone is probably Chinese. What in the world is going on? Tired of calling you at work. It. You make Yellow. no sense. Chinese kill my nerves Baby. anyway. Uh huh. She. Then you're yelling again. I don't stop it. You're talking so fast. Oh I can't understand God. what you're saying. Now just move on to the I'm next at... thing. Oh. I think we got some granola bars. We are gonna eat right. We eating granola bars. The granola bars. I'm gonna call. Cut your phone off. That don't make no sense. Let's go for the granola bar. It might have been an emergency. Jesus Christ! Eat yours. We gotta do this. Look, look, right. Turkeys and stuff going on. We don't make no sense. Granola bars is good. Granola bars. Oh, this Chinese. I was waiting. Oh my one. God. Hold you on. Now it's probably an emergency. I can't deal with this. I'm done. I'm Yellow. not doing this no more. Listen, everybody. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. What you talking about, we baby? Rest what? Relaxation radio. We gonna How move you gonna on? break up with me? I'm at work. We gonna move on. And How we you gonna just, break up with somebody? They not there. It's over. We're oh, done. I, I'm not crying. We're gonna I'm move on. I'm just nervous. Y'all gonna get some more from us in the future. Thank you, my friend. We gotta go. Are you still going to do the greens and the cornbread? Hey, Kenneth. Yes. What's our topic today? Our topic today is, drum roll please. <gasps> My fave romantic comedy. Um, so this is, <laughs> who said wrong? Who said that, Brandon? Producer funny, funny sound I think that, um, that uh, rom-coms are 
definitely a American movie staple. Mm, I agree. I'm not always a fan of romantic comedies. What? 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> um, I, I'm not definitely running out to the theater to go see a rom com. I know a lot of people do. Like it was just like okay, but a oh, producer Brandon <laughs> raised his hand. Aww. Oh, okay. Um, all right, great. But um, <laughs> it's wonderful. Don't do them like that. Do like what? What's the what? What was the meaning? What was why? You what didn't was, know that what? about your brother that he likes rom coms? No, I didn't. <clears throat> That's a um, shame. I have never known you to just shame. run out and watch a rom. It's like I gotta go see this rom com. Shame. Weekend. Are you kidding me? The spy who dumped me. Uh, friggin' uh, what's the name? Moms, Kirk, bad moms. Uh, how to lose a guy in ten days. Uh, my crazy ex, my super crazy ex, my super ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Candyman. Okay. Nope. Do remember you? Silence of the Lambs. Being excited to go see those. That's a shame. To think I knew you. I don't know how that fits, but yeah. But I will definitely um it'd be like one of the biggest rom coms was like Titanic. That is not a rom com. Who are you? Now you guys have done exactly what I wanted to do. Thank you, everyone that's listening. There's a difference between a romantic comedy and a romance. So if you're listening to this Child episode videos, of Rom-Com and you're thinking, hey, that's a romance. That's not true. Everything producer Brandon just mentioned, those are technically romantic comedies. So today we're going to talk about that wonderful mixture of comedy and romance. Titanic is not a rom-com. Titanic is just a romance movie. And we'll get to that genre later. It's a tragic movie. Oh, God. <laughs> How about we got a movie called Depression? Right. <laughs> That's the genre. What's your favorite depression movie? <laughs> right. Titanic. Titanic. Uh, I have. Did some... you hear, since we're on the subject, Uh-oh. that in 2022, there will be an exact replica mm. of the Titanic ship? And they asked the man, Why mm. are you doing this? Mm hmm. And he said the same reason many of things have been done in the past because we can. Yeah. Nope. I'm not getting on that cruise. Absolutely not. And they said that they're going to do the same exact route. The same. Nope. What if that same exact glacier going to be there? <laughs> right. I'm done with the people trying to just be so glorious for no <laughs> real reason. Because we can. Because we have the funds. You still gonna put black people can. at the bottom? Right. That's what I want to know. Mm-mm. No, but that's very interesting. I will say for me, uh, K. Brown, is I have not been the biggest fan of rom-com television shows. No, no, uh, no. For me, they can get a little like corny at times. Mm. You know, you got your New Girls and your Mindy Projects and your, mm. uh, what's that? Virgin Jane the Virgin, Jane the Virgin things right, like that. Right, 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 right. I've seen episodes and things like that, but I won't say that I run to the TV to watch that. Yeah, but I do yeah. have some that I like, which I'll talk about. Um, yes, I'm super excited. So you're first. Are you ready? I'm ready. Kenneth Brown. I'm ready. What is your fave rom com So, in spite of everything that I said earlier about rom coms, mm-hmm. I totally love this one. What is that? Um, this rom com. I don't know. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> the rom-com that I chose is 
Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Okay. Uh. Notting Hill is caught me by surprise. I was at home sick from work. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in my bed, and it was one of those things where I had like tissue on the left, and I had some soup that I just finished on the right, and I had some orange juice and some crackers. I don't know what was going on with my life, and the remote control was on the TV stand by the TV. Unfortunately, that meant I could not change the channel. Oh no! Okay, this is before fancy cell phones became remote controls and like change stoplights and stuff. I was literally just stuck in my bed, and I was like, "Oh God, I could not." mustered the strength to even get up let alone I barely adjusted myself so I said I guess I'm just gonna have to watch what's coming on next and what came on was Notting Hill so this movie came out back in the day 1999 with Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant you were what you were nine years old when this movie came out yeah oh lord today (laughs) I I don't even really know how to respond to that. 1990. You were not you were born in 1990? I was born in 19 of the 90. Oh my god. In the year of our lord 1990. <laughs> well, I'm trying to process this because you were born in 1990. That means when I graduated from high school you were 7. 7. Oh, so um not in you <laughs> was this amazingly fun movie it's a british romantic comedy okay. so hugh grant is like a huge deal for us in american cinema because he came over and everyone's gushing over hugh grant he's just a horrible british guy and he's just like just falling all over himself and anyway just really and then like you went to like four different accents just then but I'm going to support you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, if you all could please submit your favorite uh, British accents, we would love to hear and judge all of you. Um, so uh, my British accent oftentimes will go from, oh, no, I'll go from Jamaican to Irish in a minute. And they'll, those two will switch off. But um, this movie is basically about an actress, Julia Roberts, kind of in some ways plays herself. She's this huge movie star. Hugh Grant, um, basically owns a bookstore she walks into his bookstore and he's kind of taken aback like oh my god this is you know american movie stars in my bookstore helps her out with the helps her with a book and all i can say is that love finds a way um <laughs> there we go was that was that bad yes. <laughs> love finds a way love william will thacker Owns an independent bookstore. Okay, so the travel book company in Notting Hill, which is a part of, what is that? Part of England. And he is divorced and shares his house with his eccentric, carefree Welshman named Spike. And they have this kind of like small, tight-knit group of friends. And that includes his sister, Honey. Honey was one of my favorite Come characters, on, honey. by the way. Oh, my God. Honey. Oh, silent. She passed away recently. Oh, my God. Not Honey. Honey. Y'all didn't tell me honey had died. Oh and nobody God. told me honey died. Lord, today. Um, he basically encounters her, like I said, when she comes to his uh, shop. They kind of collide. Drinks spill on her clothes. He offers his house nearby for her to change. Before leaving, she impulsively kisses him. Okay? Oh. And then asks him not to mention what just occurred. Ooh. Yes, yes. So it was. So a, she wanted him. Yeah, 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 yeah. She so, fast. Yep. Um. Yeah, she is fast. So this ain't a rom com. This is a fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a fast documentary. <laughs> 
Um, she calls back. I don't know how she got his number. You know, these famous actresses, rich people get everything they want. And was like, left a message. His roommate gets it. And then like, oh, some lady called you, Anna, something, something. And he's like, what, Anna? And then she, he calls her back. And then she invites him to come down to the hotel, like some fancy Ritz-Carlton hotel, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he gets caught up in this media blitz, you know, because usually they'll have different magazines come. And so the lady thought he was one of the interviewers. So he just kind of looks down on the table and was like, uh, she's like, what magazine are you with? And, and he was like, horse and bridle or something like that. She's like, okay, go in. And so when Anna looks up and she sees him, she's like, what are you doing? And so she kind of plays along with him and he's asking her questions. What I love about this movie is I can put myself and I think the audience can put themselves into the place of will. Like, what would that be like to basically meet Rihanna and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're dating Rihanna? Because you have to understand, and I think everybody can easily adjust to this, Rihanna is like a superstar, globally famous. So there's scenes that I love in which... They're like progressing. Like they're really starting to have like this connection and, and they're kind of dating or whatever. And she comes to his house for like a family get together. Just just a regular family get together, brother, brothers in laws and in laws and stuff. And he's thinking, Oh, she doesn't want to go. She lives this fancy life. What Rihanna, I don't know. We do this thing every year at my house. We'll do like a Thanksgiving breakfast. And if Rihanna was just like, well, I'll come to your Thanksgiving breakfast, I would be like, no, you don't want to come. My family's loud. They're crazy. Blah, blah, blah. I'll come. No, I'll come. So I'm imagining myself like, that's intense. But all kind of amazing things happen. She comes and they're like, oh, you look like that actress. And everyone's just talking, talking, talking. I don't want to give it away, but that's one of the most heartwarming parts of the movie is when his family members realize who she is. What is she doing in my living room, you know? Right. And one of the siblings doesn't realize it's her. And he talks about, he's like, you know, yeah, like, I'm not one of those pompous actors, blah, blah, blah. Like, he goes on about how actors make too much money to do nothing. Mm. And then she's like, yeah, I, I agree. He's <laughs> like, I know, I know. See what I'm saying? And he's like, what do you do? And then she said, I'm an actress. <laughs> and he still didn't realize it was her. He didn't get it. And he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I put my foot in my mouth. And she said, no, it's okay. You're you're mostly right. We just get paid to do nothing. Da-da. And she's like kind of being self-deprecating and stuff. And and then finally, when he does realize, oh, the look on his face. All the actors are charming. Uh, Julia Roberts is America's sweetheart. She she's so everything. beautiful and charming. And her charisma she oozes charisma. This is like a perfect movie for her. And um, I just want to say, if y'all have not seen Notting Hill, there were some highs and there were some lows and their relationship <laughs> is challenged. Oh my God. And there are outside forces that would like to tear them apart, but will they survive? I don't know. You got to watch the movie. What year did you say this was again? 1999. 1999. I can think about... <clears throat> Those 90s movies, mm. it just was something different. To me, it's not that movies today aren't movies, because I love me some movies. When I think about Avatar, that's mm-hmm. a movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Titanic, that's a movie. Blockbusters, right? Just move. Not, yeah, but just you watch it and you just know you're watching. Like, that is a film. That's a movie. And when I think of like 90s movies, it was like more of those yeah. because it yeah. just seemed more you could just escape and be in the movie. Nowadays, I feel like we get a lot of like interesting pieces. You don't of- feel like it's um, really 
What? What do you feel is missing? I don't know how to explain it or really articulate it, but I'll, for example, I'll say uh, Jumanji, the second okay. one. Okay. The first Jumanji to me was like, yeah. The second one, I think it was a great movie. I think it was funny. I think it was hilarious, but I didn't feel like that same feeling, you know? Yeah, and of course, yeah. it's a remake, so, but I feel like a lot of the new movies, it's like, I think because this day and age, we're we see screens so much mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel the same oh okay. unless it's a bit of a spectacle a I really, kind of like an infinity war saying. yeah 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 yeah. where it's yeah. like oh i gotta see that that Ooh, changes things that's a good point so it's like hey if you got a cell phone shoved in your face at one yeah you don't feel you know let's go watch a movie on a screen i mean though it's not a big screen i'm holding my hand it's like i can watch a movie i can sit at home and go to my grandma house that i oh i'm gonna my grandma house. Oh, i'm gonna be bored so i'm just sitting in the room i can just watch movies on my phone uh-huh. whereas before you had to go to the movies and do really you feel watch. then it's not the movies that have lost their shine but it's just the fact that everybody has access to so many screens i'll say yes and no but there are still sometimes i think nowadays people are just i think nowadays it's a little bit more about money so people are just pushing stuff out oh things yeah. are just getting greenlit like oh, okay yeah, yeah, make yeah that. i absolutely believe that I absolutely believe that and it's just not as like wowing you know as as much as i'm not into movies mm-hmm. there are still a great amount of movies that i love and yeah i'd love to go to the movies and see things that are like a big deal and you yeah. get an experience yeah for example uh me and <clears throat> producer brandon was talking about this like he was saying before when he's to go to movies everything was like you needed the sound you needed that whatever if i'm at the movies i need that too i need that full thing and yeah. one yeah. time um we had went to magic johnson is that what it's called what's it called <laughs> and we went to see Marcellus something from the base so we be trying to tell about the la names out here we went and it was a big deal movie and uh-huh. they would not, the sound wasn't up. And my, I just was like dying on the inside because I was like, I don't feel that. I need to feel the whole experience. Yeah, you you know? do. You have every right to feel the whole experience. This movie, I think it's charming. This movie is, it, it pulls at your heartstrings. It is a classic rom-com. Yeah. Classic rom-com. They followed the formula to the T and it was successful this movie cost them 42 million dollars to make really and it made 364 million dollars that's so cool it was one of the uh biggest uh UK hits of that year and the movie itself was a huge hit it was a huge hit so you know why it was called Notting Hill because that's where he met her did you say that already and I um, missed it? No, no, yeah, that's oh, okay. fine. Yeah, that's fine. No, but that's where he, his shop, uh, the travel book company was located in Notting Hill. In Notting Hill. Wow. So it was just this chance that's encounter amazing. of I her mean, walking that's, in. That's good. That that seems like it makes a good rom com. Yeah, I mean, a superstar meeting <clears throat> just a regular guy. You should be able to watch that kind of movie and have your little giggles but still feel that oh yeah uh, again for me it was just like man Ken if you met this superstar wait a minute uh oh why did you have to go to man Ken if you met why did that happen that was just a normal transition for me you know what I'm saying that's how that's the voice that talks to you yeah like a lot of times when I'm like really in my thoughts you know what I'm saying what's his name Cedric Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. And okay, I just want a clarification. Continue. That's fine. So I was like, yeah, Ken. Wait, is this Ken at the, is Cedric talking? It's me talking, Ken. 
Okay, go ahead, continue. And I was like, if that ever happened to you, like, what if Ashanti, you ran into Ashanti at Arco? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why she would be pumping gas at Arco. Okay. But, hey, she probably wouldn't be pumping. She probably in the back of the car because whoever was on shift forgot to put gas in before he picked her up. Hollered mm-hmm. at her and said, was it okay? She said, yeah, it's fine. Do what you got to do. Gotcha. I don't want you to lose your job. And then that's when I kind of came in and say, next thing you know, me and Ashanti is in love. Steve? Yeah, man. I have one question for you. Please, what is your question? To kind of go with what you're saying. What if... You was able to, you were able to meet a celebrity. Uh-huh. They end up coming to breakfast and things like that. Okay. Like, how do you really authentically think your family will react? Oh, wow. I And you can pick the celebrity. I, well, here's what I, you know, my family and I kind of, a couple of my cousins, we kind of had this conversation already. And they were like, look. We're not going to trip about no celebrities because we've been around celebrities and we've been, you know, in videos and stuff like that. So I'm going to be really honest with you. And they are telling the truth. My family would not trip. Mm-hmm. They would be super, super unimpressed. And I think that's because they really it's like when you grow up in L.A., maybe this is an L.A. thing. And let me say this, for the natives of L.A., not the people that moved here, when you're from L.A. Oh, y'all should have seen how his face just looked. And I had to make a distinction because some of y'all making L.A. foul. But uh, it was pretty foul. uh, No, (laughs) we don't be tripping about celebrities. We don't because that is what L.A. is. So when you're in the store and you see somebody from America's Next Top Model and Target, you be like, oh, okay, that's what's her name from America's Next Top Model. Or you driving down the street and you see somebody from your TV show. Because Hollywood is. that is, why you recorded Lido when you were driving? I was so excited. Yes. <laughs> I was super excited to I see him. I just wanted him. to call you out on that. No, that's fine. I was excited for him for a whole lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> and I said, let me record this for uh, for my whole posterity. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's a whole other reason why I was excited. But the idea was my family, they're not going to trip. They're not? No, they're not going to trip. I believe that, though. They're not going to trip. I think my family, they wouldn't trip, but my family would be real, like, weird. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's celebrity. But they'd be all like, can we get you anything? Like, super nice like oh my god <laughs> yo, yeah yeah like super nice no my family would be super cool i would be like are you okay is everything good i just want but that's just how i would be with anybody whenever yeah. you bring somebody into Friend, a situation things, yeah. to meet family oh my god because you know you know that your oh. fam, especially i don't i'll say yeah black families Black families can eat a guest alive. Mm-hmm. So you have to, one, you got to prep your guest way beforehand. Huh. Then you got to prep your guest in the car <laughs> and or on the phone if they're not riding with you. Then you got to prep your guest before they walk in the door. Yep. Then you got to, like, non-verbally, like, keep your guests together the Absolutely. whole time. Absolutely. And you have to have your check-in moments, like, everything cool? You all yep. right? You good? And y'all passing each other in the hallway. You good? You all right? And then as okay. a person, I, I think I have a good perspective in this. I am definitely an extrovert. I cannot, I, I am. I love to be a part of stuff. I love spotlight, shine, whatever. However, I do have my moments of introversion. Okay. And usually 
that is the beginning moments of walking into a big crowd. Especially yeah. if something is already going on. So if there's a party, a game night, barbecue, if it's already happening, mm -hmm. my introvert that's deep inside mm -hmm. reigns supreme. Okay. I walk in real nervous. It's just, I got to get acclimated. It's like stepping in hot water. Okay. If nobody's there and I get there first and it's all people I don't know, but they're coming there and I came with friends and stuff, mm -hmm. that's fine. Mm -hmm. But when I got to walk into it, I'm like, huh, huh. but then I'm fine, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you have somebody that cannot deal though, in general, that can't even get acclimated to the situation, it's going to be horrible because you got some family members like just black black family members that's just gonna be like hey you ain't gonna eat nothing what you need some meat on your bone right like, oh right oh my god can y'all chill i need for me if we're going to be together my family is trial by fire and if you can't if you can't make it through yeah then we probably won't work out mm, that makes sense because not that i only need you in context of my family but it also shows me about you being sure of who you are. Right. So I don't need you to change who you are around my family, but I need you to be confident in who you are. So if somebody in my circle is is, is trying to shoot on you or whatever, you got to be able to hold your own. You got to deal, yeah. You got to be able to show that you can clap back. You got to be able to show that you can jump in with the funny, that you got stuff to say. Be authentically you. So that's where I mean. Like, so when you come into that context with my family and there's no filter. Yeah. There is no, well, we're going to ease them. No, 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 no. What you doing here? Why do you wear them shoes? Boy, do, you know, right. like immediately they're like boom, 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 boom. Right. And they're not mean, but they can D be direct. Uh, very direct. Yeah. And then my are. family is extremely like they have a great sense of humor so that that's it so i would be worried about that person whether they were celebrity or not i hope you can hang and yeah. like you said everything you said is so hilarious and it's so true you gotta check in you gotta i gotta phone prep you yes i gotta do face-to-face -face prep i gotta try to prep because you, you know your family Skype. and you know the you know the select family oh, members you've already given them a list yeah now auntie so-and-so so -and -so, now uncle bob now my cousin so-and-so now my other cousin she's gonna you, be the first you one know my favorite part about that though is every time you do that it comes true oh every time you already know what your every family time. gonna say how they gonna say it what and when the family member says something to that person and then you catch eyes with your invite they laugh and then you laugh because they like, know yeah they like this oh is, god or they'll walk into the room and be like oh that's auntie yeah, yeah. okay uh -huh. i remember what you told me about her and it's amazing then we're exchanging notes because sometimes family members will corner them and in, 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 like right. i saw them corner you what they said you all right you survived yeah I'm my favorite right. part is when there's a family member you're really trying to avoid uh -huh. and then they corner your friend and oh. you got to sit and have a come to jesus with yeah. yourself like do i go save them yeah i don't want to be in this either oh uh, god but i have one more question what's your question John? because this is rom-com Ken, America would like to know, what is your love language? Is plural. Ken, Ken is doing his face right now. Look like he got uh, possessed. <laughs> anyway, continue. I like messing with Marcellus while we recorded. I be doing faces and stuff. I think and believe that my love language is. Um, Wait, I don't um, want you to think nor believe. I want you to know. Did you do the quiz? Oh, oh God. 
I just feel like I was at like Catholic school or something. <laughs> did you? I literally I'll, do like, I'll get the ruler. Oh my god! I feel like you did no, the test Mother before, Catherine. didn't you? Yeah, I've done the test before. Oh, you said you take and believe. You made me feel like you weren't sure. Okay. Um, physical touch. Cause I'm a hugger, so my love and I and I have to be careful because I'll meet someone and I'll go in for a hug and I have to. I just like oh, they may not be comfortable with physical touch, but that's one of my love languages is physical touch. And then um, my other okay, producer Brandon is rubbing on my shoulder. And it was very uncomfortable <laughs> for me. Um, and my other love language would have to be um, acts of service. I love doing things for people. You want me to get that for you? I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Producer so you Brandon want people just to came and grabbed. He just grabbed. No, my love language is acts of service. Not well when when you, you say what is, that's how. When they ask what, you what your love what language, you yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, but the the normal what is your love language? Mm. I think that refers to how do you like to be loved. I think I could be wrong because well, you, you can always say how I give love. That love language, I I would like to say the way I show love. Yeah, is so give me both. Usually, all four. No, well, no, no. The way I show love is how I want it to be shown to me. Oh, got you. It's automatic. I'm different. It's automatic. Usually when people, yeah. So, and that's the problem is that if my love language is physical touch and um, acts of service or acts of kindness, that's how I want it to be given to me. Gotcha. That's my love language. And that when the other person doesn't do that, then I don't feel loved. Gotcha. And that's when I need to learn that my love language is, thank you so much. <laughs> that One day we're going to record these and you all will see what's happening in the studio, which is very hilarious. Thank you. And so, yes, thank you so that much. brotherly love. So, yeah, I like hugs. I like cuddling. And so when the other person doesn't want to hug or doesn't want to cuddle, then it makes me feel that you don't like me because that's my love language. Got you. So, so crazy I got to learn how, how deep that is, though, that my love language is physical touch and acts of kindness. But the other person that may not be their love language. Yeah, that makes sense. But usually whatever your love language is, is how you want to be given and received. But, you know, when you think about that. Um, it's like thinking about love language is people you can really block people because it's if their love language if you're not meaning that but what really comes down to is if you're open and willing Absolutely. to give them that love language it, see now now you're talking because if my love language is um, physical touch and your love language is acts of, 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 of service or quality time then I need to adjust mm -hmm. and make sure that, boom, that person needs to give you quality time. Mm -hmm. Right? That this person goes for friendships, you, everything, yeah. Yeah, that person needs to give you quality time. So you're like, well, you know, always, you know, always do stuff for the person. Yeah, but they, but you're never available. So yeah. quality time is a person's love language. So it's like, man, we don't hang out, we don't hang out, we don't hang out. It's like, what are you talking about? But like, when I'm there, I always do stuff for you. I'm always, I bought you food. What if somebody told you your love language was murder? <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go to a nice break. Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. You got Miss Cleo being a DNA paternity test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let me see what the cards is revealing. Slowly searching. Who is the father of your baby? Okay. It's the one that's really unpleasant. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Isam also okay the cards and told me something else. Is the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Mm. Yes he did. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's him, that's the baby daddy. Okay. But you already knew that. Well girl, I just wasn't sure. I don't know how the baby looked just like him. Yes he does. <laughs> you in denial over there. Let me tell you, the man got like a little um like a pig nose. Mm. The baby got that same nose. Oh my, I'm calling Jadarius right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, the cards can reveal things that you can't see on your own. Call me now for a free tarot reading. Call now for your free reading at 1-800-866-I'm-sure-she's-lying. That's 1-800-866-I'm-sure-she's-lying. We're back, everybody. We're back. We're going to go to Marcellus, right? Good. Hi. We're going to talk to him about what's his fave rom-com television show. <laughs> I burped and came back and burped again. <laughs> He's trying to burp off mic. <laughs> Can you just ask me again? I'm so sorry. Please don't edit this. Uh, Marcellus, what is your, um, what's your rom-com television show? My fave? Yeah, what's your fave? <laughs> Marcellus? <laughs> I'm drunk, everybody. It's Ellen Merce. You know. Um, Marcellus. Okay, I'm ready. What is your fave? Mm-hmm. Oh, television show. Well, since you asked. I know there's a plenty. There are a plenty. And like I said before, you know, blah, 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 blah. I went deep and thought about what really is my fave of this genre that I don't really watch much. Mm-hmm. And I've dug deep, deep, deep into the vaults and I went to something that is near and dear to me. You ready? I'm so ready. My fave rom-com television show is I Love Lucy. Hey! Lucille, Lucille. A great rom-com television show. And I challenge anybody to try to say it ain't. I, listen, y'all better come correct. Come correct. And be ready to lose correctly. Listen. Because that is Marcellus. I that love is a listen. brilliant selection. So here's the deal, here's the deal, and the deal is here. I love I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one could say I love Lucy. I Love Lucy is a multi-camera sitcom. Yes. And uh, it ran from 1951 to 1957. Okay. And it was initially called the Lucille Ball dash Debbie Arnaz show. Okay. And so then it turned into I Love Lucy. Oh. But as many know, because I know many, if not all of us have seen it. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell y'all what y'all already know. I'm going to give y'all stuff that you might not know. It is hilarious. To this day, I can turn on an episode and die laughing because yeah. Lucy was that funny. Her comedic yeah. timing was on point. It's funny. And that's when you know a show is really, really classic when it can be in freaking black and white and still be funny as hell when you're watching it all the way in 2018 and you're not giving it like, you know, courtesy laughs. Uh. It's like really funny. And, you know, you had Lucille Ball, you had Desi Arnaz, you had Vivian Vance, you had mm-hmm, William mm-hmm. Frawley. Yes. And that was, of course, Lucy, Ricky, Ethel, Fred. It had six seasons and it ran, well, it ran for six seasons and it had 180 episodes. <sighs> and did you know, because I did not know this. What? Did you know 
that at one point it was the most watched series in the United States. Ooh, I believe it. For four out of the six years that it was running. Oh, wow. And it ended at the top of the Nielsen ratings. So when it ended, it was still at the top. It didn't end because, oh, we losing ratings. It just ended and they were at the top still. Like, what a still nice way to go out. And Cause usually shows be going until they don't have no steam. To have no steam, and it was still good. And then you had other shows that came out though. So I think somebody was smart and like we gonna end before it get bad, right? You know? Right. But as we know, it was basically Lucy getting into her d- random situations. Yeah. She always she was pretty much a stay at home mom that uh-huh. wanted to go out and do more. Right. You know? Right. And it was great for women at that time, and it showed her having like this just mind to do more than just be in the house. You know. Right. Right. And it just was great to be able to get into a show uh-huh. where you had such fun things happening mm-hmm. almost every episode. Mm-hmm. And I must, must say that my favorite, favorite episode was season one, episode 30. Okay. And it Wait, was... Wait, how many episodes did they have in a season? Um, you said episode 30? Well, you know what? What the Ooh. thing I read is wrong. Sorry. Because it was showing just episodes straight down. I believe it was only 12 episodes per oh, season. Okay. Okay. So that would be what? Maybe by season three. Okay. Okay. But the, sorry, the list I was looking at was just looking at no, just no, episodes straight down. No, 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 no. It just threw me off because I wanted to know was it like, oh, back then mm-hmm. were seasons consistent yeah. of more episodes? Overall, so, so though, no, that's. Forget my season. Strike that out. Okay. Episode 30. Okay. Okay. You okay. know, if anybody's looking for that one, just go look for episode 30. Okay. Or you can type in what I'm about to tell you about. Um, oh, I wonder <laughs> if yours the one I like. Let me hear. Listen. Let me hear. Because I have my favorite Lucille episode. Vitamin Benjamin. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, that. Listen. During Thanksgiving, uh-huh. they have usually very classic, the Twilight Zone Marathon. Uh-huh. But the last couple of years, they've been doing I Love Lucy Marathon. Yeah. And the number one rated episode was Veggie Veggie Vitamin. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marcellus. I can watch that episode. Why Listen, is that your favorite? It is my favorite episode because I've seen it so many times. Absolutely. And let me tell you what's also cool. In uh, undergrad, <laughs> one of my classes, uh, TV history, mm-hmm. we did a whole thing on I Love Lucy, uh-huh. why it was so profound at the time, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And one of the main episodes we watched was, of course, Vegemita Vitamin. Veggie, well, it's actually Vegemita Vitamin. Vegemita Vitamin. Vegemita Vitamin. And the reason why it was Vegemita Vitamin is because it was filled with minerals, vegetables, meat, and vitamins. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> yes. that sounds disgusting. It sounds horrible. <laughs> but anyway, horrible. Vegemita Vitamin. So here was the whole gotcha gotcha. Vegemita Vitamin, vitamin was also 23% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> And Ricky was like helping to produce or something like that. And he had got the actress for the commercials like set and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Lucy wanted to be Lucy wanted to do it. Right. And somehow she worked her way into it and mm-hmm. got there. And Ricky didn't know. So the director and the other people on set didn't really know that she wasn't supposed to be there. Right. She learned her lines and everything. And she was like, hey, friends, this is Vegemita Vitamin. That's Vegemita Vitamin. She just doing everything, doing uh-huh. her whole little spill. And he said, okay, now on the next part, you're going to pick it up. You're going to try a little bit and you're going to smile. And you're going to say, hmm, tastes just like candy. Uh-huh. And so she tried it, but it was nasty. Right. And right. so her face was so funny because it was like, just took, it was like she was yeah. taken aback. And side note, do you know, because nowadays all we have is a laugh track. Right, right. They really had a studio audience and over 300 people 
sitting there watching this episode. So them laughs are real. Yes. And she takes a sip of a spoonful of that and she hates it. And he's like, no, 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 no. You have to like it. You have to smile afterwards, say it tastes like candy. So the whole joke is she keeps trying it. Right. And the first few times she's still having an ugly face about it. Then she starts to like it, but she also starts getting hiccups. (laughs) Overall, she gets drunk. And then she's like, (laughs) and it's so funny and then ricky comes in and ricky's like how did you get here and right. she's like i'm the actress and then he was like no 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 she's really good at her lines and then she did it and then ricky let her finish but my thing is it's just i, I still remember the part she's like are you tired run down listless do you poop out at parties are you unpopular <laughs> it's like that her voice uh, i don't know i just love i love lucy and i love that episode but that's not the only episode i love I love the Lost Christmas episode. Oh. Do you know about that one? No. So there's a Lost Christmas episode. It wasn't really Lost. Okay. But what they did was they made it a big deal because in 2000, was it three or 13? Let me get that right. Well, 2013, I think it is. They put it in color. Oh. Do you remember about that? No. So, of course, it's black and white. They did some magic demonic work (laughs) and made it turn (laughs) into a color episode. I'm like, how you do that? Right. But anyway... That they had two episodes that ended up being able to be in color. It was this Lost Christmas episode, uh-huh. and then it was also Job Switch. I don't know if you remember that uh-huh. one. That was when she, her, and Ethel was that when ended they went up to Italy? Working. No, oh. they ended up work. I got something about the Italy one too, though. They ended up working on the line where the candy oh, go through. Yes, and yeah. then the lady said, "Don't let any candy get by without being wrapped." Yes. and then it started coming too fast, and she yeah. trying to eat the candy. And yeah, it's just it was perfect situations every time. But since you said Italy, did you know that Homegirl Lucy almost straight up died on set? No, on that episode when she was stumping the uh-huh, grapes. Uh-huh. Remember when she choked? Yeah, she actually literally choked, but oh. she kept going oh. as an actress. Then when they cut, she was like. And then they oh. all had to come and help her. Oh my god! Because she was almost gone and turning colors. And everything. I heard that she didn't like that. They heard that actress were really fighting. Um, I read something that a lot of them weren't friends, which you always read about. No, no, no. That grape scene, her and oh. that lady in the grape, they were really they were fighting. Really fighting? Oh. <laughs> yes, that's what I heard. I didn't read about that one, but it's probably true. Yeah, they were like really, they're like really pushing. Like they got kind of heated. Well, I read that Ethel and Fred's out of character did not like each other. Oh. And Lucille Ball didn't get along with Ethel either. Was yeah. uh, what's her name? What was That's her so crazy because they create this Merck's, world. for What's yeah. her real name? Her real Vivian name was something. Vivian Vance. Yeah, they did not get along in the beginning. It's so crazy because they create this world for us. Mm-hmm. Like I go back to Golden Girls when you read all the stuff. Like so and so didn't get along, and it's right. like how? Yeah, it's like you know, they're good at they you job. guys are best friends. Right, right, right. We it's need like, you no. all to love each other in real life. It's not the case. Oh you know? God! So <clears throat> what that, make? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What makes I Love Lucy a great romantic comedy? What I think, yeah. <laughs> what I think makes it a great romantic comedy is, at the core, it's about her and Ricky and how much they love each other, and how much she's just trying to be. She's trying to do more, and though he's trying to help, like no, Lucy, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. ends up supporting her, mm-hmm. and it's just about the love that they have. Mm-hmm. It's so great because it's like nowadays everything's about what next right who's next right even the songs it's just about what can i find new what's next in life okay whereas then it was really about loving this person Mm -hmm. and being with him even though we had all this kind of crazy stuff going Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. and he had to basically deal with the fact that even when he tells his wife i want you to not do this lucy 
right right she's, she's gonna, still do, gonna it. do it anyway <laughs> and so it, it, to me that's just amazing so it's a fun if if you could um go back to that time of i love lucy everybody on the set is amazing right mm-hmm. but if you could create your own episode like because lucy always got into some crazy shenanigans mm-hmm. do you have any ideas Oh, I would want Lucy to do this. I would do the most amazing technology that we don't have yet to where you could replicate people. Because, you know, we almost getting it with the face recognition. And, like, it was in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rogue One when we had Princess Leia in her face. And right, right, right. Or the uh, the other uh, sergeant guy. Uh-huh. But get it even more real to where it looks real and get the whole cast there. Mm-hmm. And then they have, it's like, I love Lucy in this time. Uh-huh. And her trying to adapt, and then she goes out and tries to like drive a lift or something. Oh my god! And ooh, who would you cast as Lucille Ball? It would be her. Okay, it would be the CGI technology these days that would. You know what I'm trying to say? You know how there's what, what, right, what was the that in Star Wars? Almost like holograms. Yeah. It's like yeah, it brings them back to well to us. It looks real enough that she's right. really there. Right. But I'm saying even more in the future to where it would look really real. Okay. And it's like for one episode we get okay. to have them here even though okay. they're not alive. Okay. And they're gonna be acting this out, and she's like, "What's left?" You know, got you. like got you. Okay. She's okay. still gonna be. It's almost like she was in a time. I mean, like in a cryogenic sleep or something. You okay. Know? Okay. All right. I got you. That would be dope. I got you. Oh. God, what a great show, Marcella. It is an amazing show. And I think overall, even though I love a lot of newer shows, older shows, I got a wide like spectrum of things I like. I will say older shows are near and dear to me because I really think this is where my little bit of conservative side comes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really think that there are a lot of values in older shows that we don't get mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it was something that you see as a kid, mm-hmm. even... Uh, a different world. Right. Everything was about college. College, right. college, college. Nowadays, you know, people just trying to make it. College degrees ain't even really meaning nothing. Right. But to me, in my mind, it's still about college. Right. Because I grew up learning. Like, go to college. college. Well, yeah, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. Right. And then just all those things that you see. I I don't, you know, I don't want to be a, a, a old grumpy man right now, but mm. it's like what I see that everybody else is seeing is mm-hmm. like... Everything is so superficial. And that's not even just like a generic statement. It's like everything mm-hmm. is so what's happening now, what's next. And though that's the day and age, it's like what does that really do for you and your life? Mm-hmm. No, I don't everything's think you need about to apologize what's next. at all. It's a very valid concern. It's a very valid concern. We just kind of live, we've kind of got to the point in our society where everybody is just materialistic. And, and I, it's all about how do people see me? Right. And I think why is because this for all my 1990 kids out there. Woo woo. One thing about our generation, we were like the end. Oh, God. Did I just hit puberty? Did y'all hear that? We were like, <laughs> we were like the <laughs> no, end we did of notice. like the 80s kids. Uh-huh. But the beginning of <laughs> the radical millennials. Uh-huh. And so I feel like all everybody at my high school reunion we're all stuck in this middle ground of mm. two big things mm-hmm. where 80s was the 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 cassette players playing outside mm-hmm. living your life everything was about you have to make your own fun mm-hmm. 
on this other side of me, everything is about where, how can I get the fun? What's the next electronic device? What's right. the next this? What's the next that? Right. And I think that's why it's so weird for us because we're just really in both of those worlds. Mm-hmm. I have nieces and nephews who were born in 2000. Right. No, 1999-2000. To me, their life is straight millennial yeah phone my nephew love him to death mm. but he was talking to his girlfriend he was on um facetime the yeah. entire time but i couldn't be like oh get off the phone that's uh-huh. him that's his that's what he grew that's his life you uh-huh. know and you know i'm down for it but for me we went outside right we my mom screamed at me you know whatever but then there are people who came before me who they were outside even more than me right so it's just like I feel like I got a little bit of those values but nowadays mm-hmm. it's about what is next what's yeah. the next big thing what's the next big iPhone what's the next right big even though I'm a part of this when it comes scooter. to the iPhone <laughs> think about the fact that every year we're cringing uh, people in general are cringing for the new phone yeah when we just got a freaking a thousand something dollar phone just a year, year before right right and we're pr- it's even bad enough that three months after the phone comes out i'll even search what the next one's gonna be yeah so yeah. it's just that's what it is i love lucy gave you that wholesomeness there is this classic like you said it was all about oh at the end of the day they love each other mm-hmm. and there were this i mean it was the what the 1950s Mm-hmm. Which was all about family values and stuff, and they didn't even sleep in the same bed, and they were married in real life, and on camera they were so sensitive, right? About oh, they can't sleep in the same bed. So I think you're right. It's a part of that show is there's this wholesomeness. Yeah, it's the milkman is coming to bring the milk, you right. know, to Lucy in the kitchen and the mailman, and the, I mean everybody knows each other, and it's just it's, a different, it's, it's a different time. It's not even to say that it's something is more right or wrong or everything is falling to the ashes now mm-hmm. it's just different it's a different feeling you know on top of it being funny right on top on of it top being of a romantic that. comedy there's this beautiful uh sense of something that's, yeah. that you don't have in today's television yeah it's a good pick for a rom-com it's very good with rom-coms uh the formula is very simple and i can watch another rom-com and we'll always continue to go to the movies to see them. As long as the directors and the creators stick to the formula, it's a win-win formula. Oh, yeah. Because that's what people, some people go for, the they go for their genres. They're gonna... you, if you're in there, you're either going to put yourself in the role of the young lady. Or you're going to put yourself in the role of the person who's pursuing. You're going to put yourself in one of those roles, right? You're going to mm-hmm. be the ex trying to break it up. Like, I think it's just easy to see, like, oh, my God, this is my life. Or it's a fantasy of what you would want to happen, right? Because they always cast these beautiful people. And so it's a fantasy. Like, oh, that's how that's how I would want it to happen for me. Yeah. You know, I think it's so funny because we get this um, this make-believe definition of what love is. Yeah, def- that's but true. That's what happens on that. But it's okay because it's all made up. All made up. And, and if you can leave the movie knowing it's made up, then you're good. <laughs> if you but leave the movie grip of people that don't. <laughs> and you think it's really gonna you no. really gonna bump into Julia Roberts in a bookstore <laughs> and you're gonna spill coffee on her. Yeah. And then you're gonna say, Hey, come back to my house, you can clean up. Right. Rihanna is not come coming back now. to your house. Rihanna is gonna sue you. She's she's her security <laughs> guard is gonna push you. <laughs> And you will never get that close to Rihanna again. <laughs> Beyonce and Jay-Z, because uh, they were living in L.A. for a minute, right, before they got their mansion. Or I think they were, like, renting a house in um, 
in Malibu or something, and they went into a local ice cream shop. And as soon as they went in, one woman was like to the bodyguard, excuse me, Dan, you just going to push me out of the way? And immediately Jay-Z was like, nope. And they turned around and left. Yeah. It wasn't even them. People were already kind of acting out on the bodyguard. Yeah. And they were just like, nope, we're leaving. Yeah, you can't. So just... in reality, <laughs> the way we see romantic comedies on TV, yeah, don't they don't happen in real life like that. Um, so um, what, um, as we come to a conclusion of this section, I have a question for you. What's your question? What's your love language, Marcellus? Oh, my God. Did you ask me what mine was earlier? Japanese. Oh, good. And how do we mm -hmm. say love in Japanese? Uh, you think about what time it is. It's 2018. So we want to be culturally sensitive. Yukine yato. And we are no longer going to be on the air because Marcellus just offended an entire country. If you are <laughs> Japanese and you're listening to this podcast, we apologize for Marcellus' insensitive racist. I'm a big ass. Horrible. Um, uh, no, I'm just playing. I do not know how to say it, but I do know how to say, Ohio, Watashi wa Marcellus, son. That's true. I, I just all I say, no, Ohio. That's, My listen, name is Marcellus. Great. He might have, he might have redeemed himself. Arigato. What? What's your favorite love? What is your love language, <laughs> sir? Love yeah, language? What's your favorite love language? <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm a little different than you because I think my what I give and what I like to get mm -hmm. is a little different. Um, as far as what I give, I'm actually, um, when I want to show love, mm -hmm. I'm very much a verbal person. So it's words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. But another thing about me is I like to show my love through gifts. Okay. So when I <laughs> can't afford it mm -hmm. and in general, like um, I like to make stuff or something or like, mm -hmm. gifts. I like to give people stuff mm -hmm. because it's showing that I was thinking about you and I thought and I took the time out, whatever. I like that mm -hmm. on the flip side. I'm not big on receiving gifts. Not that I don't like them. I'll accept them. Praise God. Right. But me receiving gifts doesn't make me feel like I'm loved. It's mm -hmm. weird. It's just like, Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. You know, but I don't need that. Uh, for some if, if I'm looking to feel loved I'm not thinking like oh I better get a gift mm -hmm. if I don't get anything for Christmas that's fine if I don't mm -hmm. get any gifts you know that's life yeah uh, but what I like for myself in in love language sense is uh, quality time mm -hmm. and my other one is words of affirmation so that's the same one I like to give um, I like to hear it sometimes. You know, everybody's like, yeah. you know, action, action speak. But well, I want to hear it too. I want to yeah. hear yeah. certain things, and I want to see, you know, action as well because right. I'm paying attention to all that. And as far as quality time, that goes in action for me. I personally, I don't feel like I can love anyone that I can't spend time with. Right. That goes for friends, family, whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, I'm gonna love people because you know, yeah, I love ya. But when I'm talking about really just loving and caring and being there for somebody, I got to be able to spend some time with you. I'm of not talking course. about 70 days. I'm just saying I got to be able to sit and watch something with you and not feel like, oh, God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is a part of it. You love people's company. You cannot be in love with somebody that you don't want to hang around. Yeah, it's weird. That's horrible. Yeah. Like, I feel like the foundation of any good relationship is a good friendship. Oh, for sure. So if you're not friends... We can't even get because you think about it. What if you let's if we're on relationship status? Once sex is over, is done. 
what are you doing with the other 98% of your time? Right. If I if we can't sit down and talk about anything, yeah. Then what? That's yeah. weird. That's a that's a uh, Tinder date. That's what you <laughs> listen. It sounds like a hookup. Um, I'm say, it's just you, yeah, you, you just that's an, all that's happened. You, yeah, you had a hookup. You just had a hookup. You um have really uh, made my heart warm today with oh, your choice. God, it's usually um, cold. It's usually cold. Um, but I have to say the I love Lucy as a cho- as a choice was amazing. I appreciate you. I um, see you and I hear you. Conflict closed. Conflict closed. <laughs> so listen, Sochi, if you're listening. Yeah. Conflict closed. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and take another break. Yeah. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about our must watch. Well, hello there. My name is Stacy. <laughs> I looked at my father the other day and I was like, Dad, you got to get on out there and get back to where you are. So I decided to start the 405 Senior Citizen Marathon. It's beautiful. We're running all the way from the Getty to Carson Kia. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I have someone here to tell you all about it. Envy Vosselman here. I'm excited about the 405K run. It's something that I've always wanted to do. I told my friends Fred and Margaret we're gonna go down to the 405k run. They're giving away pens and pencils and mirrors and combs. Every time I see something that's a giveaway, I signed up to go. Listen, this is gonna be a grand old time for all the senior citizens. We are going to have paramedics on site. We're gonna have a free little mini buffet. We're gonna have a small Motown cover band. We're gonna have all kind of things for a free bingo dobber giveaway too. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna be amazing. I have one more person to tell us all about it. Honey, when they told me about the full 5K run, I said, Get them depends off of me and let's get out and run, honey. <laughs> I love to be out in the sun. And I'm going to tell you something else. If Henry Staten is going to be there, he live in apartment CB across from me. I know my fine self going to be there. He was a Tuskegee Airman. Girl, I said, yes, I get some silver wings. <laughs> Four or five can run. Who going to be there? Me. She's such a mess. Listen, we want to see you all there. We even have a special section if you need a a push chair. You can push all the way down the 405. You just got to watch out for the cars because we do not have enough money to block the freeway. So please make sure you sign up and, you know, give me a call. All right. Bye. Must watch. All right. We are back. We are back and we have some things to tell y'all. We're doing our must-watch segment. Must-watch. What's this, that mean? This is where we want to talk about, um, one more time, introducing you to a film or a television show that you may or may not have heard of. And for us, this is a absolute must-watch. I don't care if you heard about it or not. You watch it. Oh. I just, that felt good, but that's not me. You know what? I, I It probably is you. It's not. It's just because you know what happens. What happens? A drunk speaks his sober mind, and you oh, are so you lit. You trying to say I'm drunk? You are lit up today, everyone. I am just appalled. All I have is water. I work with alcoholic. Okay, that's a very, very. It's like I'm carrying two rocks up the side of a slippery slope. <laughs> um, 
Um, Arzellus, would you like to go first? Oh. <laughs> I will. Let's switch it up. Um, what What is your must watch uh, rom com television show? Please tell me this first. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. My must watch rom com is Will and Grace. <gasps> oh, I didn't see that coming. I know. I know. Okay, tell us and why. Because my, my, my thing is, I'm I'm a little different. I'm a little different with the 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 the, the rom com choices that I'm making because the other ones are just blah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the more series, like I said. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like many people have seen Will and Grace, so this is just for the, the few people that might not have. Okay. And as we know, it's Will and Grace because it's about Will and Grace. You also got Jack, you got Karen, mm-hmm. and you got all these Love fun, 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 hilarious people. And it just was great when it came out mm-hmm. back in the day. Well, it was like 99, 2001, something like right, that. Right, right. They, it, it was big because it was like, it had this, of course, big gay following because uh-huh. the show is mainly about will uh-huh. and him being gay you got jack as well uh-huh. but then you got the relationship between will and grace grace is a straight female and so is karen uh-huh. well, karen's questionable <laughs> but <laughs> it's just so funny because you have all these situations all these things go on but it's just amazing but there's so much romance there's so much love there's so many things there's all these dates every episode you got both of them trying to get a date or trying to mm. keep a date mm-hmm. it's just it's relationships it's romantic yeah it's comical yeah. it's it's to me it, it, it's great and just little things it's <clears throat> created by david conan cohan and max muchnik and you have your people like i said eric mccormick who is will deborah messing i love her mm-hmm. who is grace megan Mult. Moldy, how do you say her last name? Mulaney, Mulaney, Molly, oh. Megan Mully. Oh, anyway, Mul- okay, Megan Mully, <laughs> Karen, and Sean Hayes, Jack, just Jack. And <laughs> I think it's great. It's a great, just it's just great to sit and listen and laugh and watch. And that's all. I think when people do television well, we always look at it and go, "Oh my God, it's so easy." But they're just no, good at what they, they do. They are just good. Such a great cast. And if people didn't know, <clears throat> the show had stopped, and then it came back. And it came back last year, right? Last year, and it's yep. still good. It's really it's good. Really show. good. I'm glad they're rebooting some stuff that we don't mind being rebooted. Don't yeah. be rebooting stuff. You don't got to reboot everything. Yeah. Uh, very good choice, everyone. Please go and find. Where can you find Will and Grace? You can go on. <laughs> I believe that they have it on Netflix. The older one, it yeah. is. A uh, Hulu too, and I think Hulu will for for sure have the newer one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, or if you have, if your mama got cable, you can go. <laughs> use the cables. Got it on the little uh for you if on your demand. Your mama got cable. Oh god, I would like to um suggest for my must watch rom com film, a 1984 Ron Howard classic, Splash. Ooh. Starring Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, Eugene Levy, and John Candy, the late, great John Candy. Listen, grab your popcorn, sit down for a 1984 rom-com classic. I like Splash. Listen, they the 1980s, they knew how to do a rom-com. Yes, they did. It is straight up great 80s clothes and cars, if you want to see how people dress. Here is the story of this boy who fell off a boat when he was younger. He got saved by a young mermaid. Nobody believed him. 
and years later he's a grown man played by Tom Hanks and he meets the mermaid. It's the very same mermaid. Oh wow. And because it's the 80s, you know, we take this you know, oh, a man falls in love with a mermaid. Yes. It's basically um the Disney mer- movie Little Mermaid <laughs> set to New York. Right. And it's also Shape of Water. <laughs> right. It was Shape of Water before it was Shape of Water. <laughs> right. Um, I cannot tell you how amazing uh, this movie is. Daryl Hannah is a breath of fresh air and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It um, is. I, 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 that's a good movie. Yeah, it's just a classic 1980s movie. Um, one day we're going to do like 1980s as a genre. Oh, and we'll cool. pick our favorite movie and television show from the 80s. Yeah. Our ultimate show from the 80s. That's going to be hard for me. I'm going to pick one. Oh, Lord. But yeah, please go watch it. If you haven't seen it, Splash um, is available. You can get it through Amazon. And it's not on Netflix because I looked. And it's not on Hulu because it looked. So really, the only way you can get your hands on Splash is you'll have to rent it. Okay? And it's like $2. But can I rent it from Blockbuster? Absolutely. Cool. Especially if you go back to 1994. Oh, nice. You'll find it right next to Ghostbusters. I used to get happy when I went to Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbusters was beautiful. All the fluorescent lights. Did you like Blockbuster or Hollywood? Blockbuster. We didn't go to Hollywood video. Did y'all have Hollywood out here? Yeah. We didn't go to Hollywood Video. Nobody really went to Hollywood Video. But I'm going to tell you, in the 1980s, before Blockbuster made VHS rentals like uh-huh. mainstream uh-huh. and DVD rentals, all of whatever stuff, you just went to your neighborhood video man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And We had a few of those yeah. uh, out there. I mean, back home. But our fun thing was there was a Blockbuster, and mm-hmm. then right across the street it was a Hollywood. Oh, my god! And we would go to both. Yeah, just whatever. I liked them equally. I, well, I guess I like Blockbuster a little more because we would get a lot of game systems from. We would rent game systems from from, there, right? from Blockbuster. Yeah. I remember when you would go in and they'd have like suggestions on what you should rent, like mm. on this whiteboard. <laughs> I just got happy days. about the candy in the front. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that concludes our episode today. <laughs> We'd like to thank you all for listening. We absolutely love every single one of our listeners. And if you know where to look and um and, and listen, where would that be, Marcellus? Um You can find us everywhere. You can even find us at your local Walmart. <laughs> um no, you can find us of course on iTunes. Uh-huh. You're probably listening to us on SoundCloud, yes. Google Play, yes. Stitcher, yes. and who knows, maybe more places in the future. Are like I said, places? be prepared for more to come from my fave because we're working hard. We're working hard for something amazing to you come. We work hard for the money. Also, search so at my fave podcast. That's M Y F A. That's M Y F A V. You know, spelling out my fave is the highlight of every episode for me. You know, so I appreciate because you spell it like you and the world champion spelling bee. I am. Okay, I always wanted to be on Sesame Street. I was like, I would I would love for you to. And the next word is my fave podcast. I would love for you to quit trying to take my moment from me. I know that that's all you've done in your life is try to take moments from people, but this is my turn. Oh, God. Are you ready? 
Uh, Matter of fact, no, you spell it. You go ahead and spell it this time. No, I you wait, spell it. You're not gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> you better spell this. Anyway, no, please. And Kim, where can they find you? They can find me right over here in Jefferson Park. Oh my God. At Ken Brown79. <laughs> and you can find me at Marcellus underscore kid. Remember, please like subscribe that means you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review we need to see some more reviews hear how you guys feel and talk to us on instagram all of that we'll be definitely ready to hear what you got to say you got anything else to say kenneth brown y'all comment and um well thank you for listening to my fave uh (laughs) kenneth was no help we'll see you guys next time bye